previously on Unbalanced Encounters. You mortals. You have any idea the damage you have wrought? And now you want to help. Navies, armies, men on birds and elephants with torches. The eastern wields falls. It's time to come home, guard. And once you're out of the way, deal with Axe Drummer. Fortunately enough, we don't need him alive. Guard is going to take out the cleaver of the mortal coil, dragging it in the sand behind him as he's running. He is going to end the run by just swinging it hard at Isaac. That's a natural 20. Grabs onto the axe. Demoiselle's going to be real pissed at you when she finds out. As his relentless endurance kicks in. The Sphinx takes up the mace, run towards Sligo, and throw it at him. That's Let's such a go. good idea! Yes. Oh that my god! Yes. yes! There's no role here. This mace disintegrates into white sand and guard your back. I want to give Rami a couple of seeds and I'll take off towards Sligo. I am going to jump back on top of it. You push outside of yourself. This writhing mass of blood vines choking off a bond. And you clear them away. Rosemary spring up from the seeds. Along with little white flowers that line the edge of a wooden sandal. and welcome to another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the only show that dares to ask, what if Hal Miyazaki had been a theater kid? I'm your host, Patrick Perini. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. What's up? (laughs) Fucking Sam and Craig were talking to the fucking chat about my defeated voice at the end of that fucking fight. <laughs> that and was Emily. No role here. I was it's like, been, oh, buddy, we ruined it. We it's been it. it up by your own, what are the, baton. Baton, yeah, definitely baton. Hoisted up by your own baton. Yeah, there you go. Truly, it's been it's been weeks since since that fight and, you know, since we recorded that fight and I still just feel so thoroughly thoroughly defeated just like well i that's it you guys win you win D, it's over patrick patrick do you though do you tell me do you still have two hands (laughs) (laughs) oh no do you still have both of your hands i mean the last i checked me the 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 uncle and the niece got our asses kicked yeah, fire. Jesus, you guys you got, know. like, I, I genuinely, um, did Guard even take a hit? Because the two of you were fucking ruined. I, I would say that Guard took a hit, based on how many hit points he has right One. now. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, why don't you all go ahead and restore all of your hit points to maximum? Hooray! We are leveling up as Run. we enter into another <laughs> rallying <laughs> interlude. <laughs> 
I was thinking of I mean, how many of these do you think we could do before we get TOS'd on YouTube and demonetized? For my for my wild homies. Ding. Actually, double, double ding. We're going to go ahead and level up from level five, as per the custom, to level seven. And we are going to spend we are going to spend the early part of this episode just kind of chatting about the fucking level ups especially because we're, we're doing some interesting stuff uh we're, we're throwing some curveballs into uh into this a little bit um but uh we're gonna we're gonna spend spend a little bit of time spend a little bit of time talking about uh talking about what everybody gets so um uh first of all has everyone taken the time uh, to do their level up uh, or is anyone still working on that Oh, I was uh, waiting till recording because I thought that's what we were doing. Quickly, yeah, Emily, fine. quickly. Yeah, Although I have already done Spinx, technically. Just uh, I do him first because like, he's complicated. <laughs> true, 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 true. Button clicks. For... Spinx is like the, uh, the the dish that you prepare off uh, camera for the cooking show so that you can just like pull one out of the oven. One I did earlier. All right, all right, all right, all right. Who are we starting with? Who are we starting with? Who's doing uh, who's doing level up stuff today? Who who's who wants to go first? I can go first if no if everyone else is feeling shy. I'm easy. Hello, my name is Cinder. You might know me as Guard. Guard, for the campaign so far, although he has changed a little bit, has been predominantly a barbarian. However, that is going to be changing a little bit because I am going to be taking a couple levels of fighter Ooh. fighter you say Ooh, yes Why you be fighting yes because i want a little less average maxim- maximum hit points but i still want to be good at fighting so i decided <laughs> to go to a class that has a smaller hit die um and because even though i don't fight with uh, my bare hands that often i do feel like i'm trying to better represent guard as a giant golem with hands the size of trash can lids so i'm taking unarmed fighting so i can crush nice. people more nice, accurately nice, nice. Very good. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, and that's it. I'm going to action surge and I'm going to punch and crush and destroy the world. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, unarmed fighting is, uh, is a D six on unarmed attacks, right? It makes me pretty good at punching. But the other thing that's cool is it allows that when I'm grappling a creature, I can deal extra damage to them every turn. That's fucking fun. That's fucking fun. That is cool. Uh, we about to see guard. Uh, restraining people against their will. To be fair, we are dealing with um, magic Nazis, so you know. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a good fucking point. And honestly, I I, I we, like the the one truly magical Nazi that you guys have killed so far in this campaign. No one remembers but Guard. Damn, that's right. We don't know. Yeah. Oh God. We gotta get we're we're done with this god, okay? Yeah. Oh, thank we, fucking Christ! I want to forget him entirely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy! Fantastic. Yeah, awesome. I, I yeah. can go next. Okay. All right. What do we uh, What do we got from Isaac? Unlike my multi-classing mechanical friend, um, Isaac will be staying on the path of Paladins. Uh, starting with the awesome overpowered aura of protection. Nice. Finally, uh, right? Sixth level. When that, whenever you or a friendly creature within 10 feet of you must make a saving throw, the creature gains a bonus to the saving throw equal to your charisma modifier. Uh, I must be conscious. So actually, this might not be as much of a buff as we think. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, um, self burn. <laughs> 
That is a What's plus three today? to Those anyone else's degree. saves uh, as long as I'm up. That's and really they good. Are within thirty feet. Uh, and then also, we're gonna we're gonna put some more some sprinkles on our our Sunday. Uh, and I also get aura of warding. Um, beginning at seventh level, ancient magic lies so heavily upon you that it forms an eldritch ward. You and friending creatures within 10 feet of you have resistance to damage from spells. Ooh. Any spells. Spells. That is going spells. to be so helpful in the coming age, and we have to fight the spells. evil wizard powers. Take that, you sap sucking bitches. Shit. Uh, amazing. <laughs> well, there goes my whole plan for arcs four and five. Um. <laughs> Does that ever does that ever become thirty feet? It does. Oh, we're not gonna hit eighteen level. Well, no, we're like, not hitting eighteen. No, Damn, but we are gonna really do good. a sort of Russian doll thing. Yeah, where, where we just scrunch together. Where we all sort of sit on top of each <laughs> other and become a ball yeah. of death. Stack, stack the party. Stack we're gonna party. we're gonna we're gonna let Isaac ride on guard's shoulders so that everybody else can be right up against him. Guard's gonna get a new power called open chassis and people can just sit inside. <laughs> and... That's that actually sounds. That's amazing. some shit Matt I'm Mercer would come lie. up with. Truly. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I'll go. I'm 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 just stay. I'm not doing anything super fun. I'm just a level seven monk. You know, love, monks don't get shit at level seven. You know, I get evasion. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, see. So yeah, you do get evasion. Oh shit! You also get more movement. Yeah, Ooh, you're faster. You're be and your arm strikes are magical. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can punch ghosts. Uh, so I get way more bond. Woohoo, woohoo. Nice, nice. That should be a two-point um, bump in bond. Mm-hmm. And stillness of mind. There you Why go. Why can I not find my evasion? Hmm. Let's see here. Evasion. At seventh level, your instinctive agility lets you dodge out of the way of certain area effects, such as blue dragons. Oh, all the dragons. Um, fireball spell. When you are subject to an effect that allows you to make a dexterity saving throw, take only half damage. You instead take no damage if you succeed on my sa- on the saving throw. So basically, if a spell norm, there's a lot of spells in D and D that are like if you succeed, if you fail, you take full damage. If you succeed, you take half. If those are dex based, which most of them are, now if you fail, you take half, and if you succeed, you take zero. I had to hunt for it too. <laughs> cool. Found it. You get you get you get bonus key, you get another five feet of movement, so I think you're up to forty five feet of movement on a turn. You're faster than me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get evasion, you get stoneness <laughs> of mind. Uh, and I think you also get some cobalt soul stuff, right? I am very excited to be able to question people <laughs> and You don't even need to question them, just punch them and they'll just say stuff. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That was, yeah, that was kind of always my go-to, but now it might actually work. <laughs> yeah, I've now you're not tried. just rolling like a, like a persuasion check at disadvantage, right? Like right. Now, now there's a mechanic for it. You can precisely strike a hidden cluster of nerves on a creature, temporarily preventing it from masking its true thoughts and intent. When you hit a creature with an unarmed strike, you can spend one key slash bond point to force it to make a charisma saving throw on a failed save the creature is unable to speak a deliberate lie and all charisma checks directed at the creature are made with advantage for up to 10 minutes sweet so 
Is it like a little bit like Zone of Truth? It's a it's a little Zone of Truth. Yeah, you get like a it's little a, a little, little point zone target Zone of Truth, which is fucking Just great. With more punching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just right. punch Isaac in the arm it's a, occasionally. It's a punchy <laughs> Zone of Truth. Oh, what the hell are you that for? <laughs> It's like, sorry, what was that, Isaac? You want to say that again? <laughs> Isaac will only go near June when he knows um, she has something in her hand. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't think. I don't know that My that would prove it. Give him time to react. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, cool. And uh, you get another uh, skill proficiency: Arcana, History, Investigation, Nature, or Religion. Uh, do you have any thoughts on which one of those you're going to take? Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, probably religion. Maybe religion. That makes sense. I think just yeah. all of the research yeah. that you've been doing. Yeah, that's a big slug of stuff. I don't get another hand. No, that's true. But we do we do have Oz. <laughs> yeah, Oz is going to love that, how we keep coming to them. All right. And we are down to Harissa. Hello. What's, what's Harissa looking at? So um, Harissa herself doesn't really get much. Um, she just stays very much the same um the uh the only thing she gets is an extra spell um so i am looking at the spell list and i cannot decide what to give her so i'm getting rid of cordon of arrows because it's shit um it's very circumstantial (laughs) yeah so i have two i can choose i don't know whether to get uh i was tempted to pick one of the healing spells because if Isaac keeps going down, <laughs> there's no one else who can heal anybody else. So I'm tempted to get point. like a healing spell. It's a good um, point. Uh, because Goodberry has come in clutch a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else so have you been thinking about? The only other things I've been thinking about, I really like uh, locate object as an idea. Uh, okay. Because Ooh. we've had Spinks sort of like find the cave entrance and stuff before. Yeah. So I think that yeah. could be a really nice narrative thing. Um, other than that, I think something like um, silence or like fog cloud or find traps, something utility mm. based, I think, is my Find other... traps is terrible. Don't take oh, okay, find traps. Fair Won't do find traps. I think locate um, object. I think you were on the right track with that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Locate object yeah, is cool. Interesting. Yeah. So that's my, yeah. So something you because all the other things is like add an extra point to damage or like uh, the ensnare stuff, which I don't want to kind of tread on the, on the, the blood red vine thing. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I mean, ensnaring strike is very good because it's like long range restraining people. That's Yeah. But I don't know how I would, uh, I don't know if this is going to go in the episode, but I don't know how I would uh, color that. Mm. I mean, as long as it's Without not blood it vines. Being, right. So I don't know how I would do that. Um, to Dragon make it claws. Just Zephyr Strike is also quite good. Zephyr Strike is fucking good. Zephyr cool. Strike is huge. Oh my what god, that's it? the that's best ranger spell ever. You move like the wind. She's going to find out real quick. It's some watch. fucking anime shit. You're going to be like, oh shit. Now it's just like Smite, though. Just remember that. Yeah. It's, like, it's a little Smite. But but it's also you get you get no opportunity attacks while it's active one. and you yeah. get more movement to you like speedy smite. Okay. It's like step of the wind, but yeah, you get yeah. extra damage as well. So I get an extra thirty feet of movement and a one. Well, D8. you you get an extra thirty feet of movement and one d eight on one turn during the mm-hmm. spell. But the spell is concentration up to a minute, which makes you just immune to opportunity attacks for a minute. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So the, yeah, oh. it's got a, it's got an ongoing effect, which is just you don't provoke opportunity attacks. Then it has a one-time effect, which is a smite. And regardless of whether or not you hit or miss, you get plus 30 movement speed that turn. And that attack is made with advantage, and that yes. attack is dealing an extra little bit of force damage. It's pretty good. Also, also, um, you're basically going into Rock Lee mode. You basically have taken the uh, the ankle brace. You guys aren't fucking weak. I know. I saw, I saw a TikTok <laughs> video of it. And he drops them, and they, the the bracelets fall, and the whole thing goes. And people yeah. are like, "What?" Ankle weights off, and now you're oh, super fast. Oh, ankle weights oh, off! Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. 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 And everybody's like, "Foof, foof!" And there's the guy with like sand moving around him. Mm-hmm. See, I watch cool. anime on TikTok. Yes, I, I think out of all the ones you've said, Zephyr Strike and Locate an Object are probably the dopest. Okay, all right. Just because I want to see uh, Mr. Spinks doing a boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Just he's looking for. <laughs> Just his GPS fucking his fucking checking. frill is up radaring so back and forth. Oh my god! <laughs> Christ! So so oh, silly. Man. That's really All great. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so the healing spell I was thinking of was healing spirit because then I can get a few people in one go, which is quite nice. It's up to you. Um, uh, I I would say I would say in general, like healing has been clutch and making sure that isaac stays up is helpful um but I, I also man i also don't necessarily know like how much a static healing well would be game-changing for y'all mm. i have a hard time putting more than one of you at risk at a time emotionally it, well non-emotionally <laughs> emotionally is fine i can handle emotionally yeah fine. emotionally it's all of you but like I, like Isaac is the one that goes down regularly, and the rest of you were fine. The rest of you were not in danger of, you of losing. Because you on his character because he's a tank, but he's slightly less a tank than mine, and it's not fun to just hit the tank. But it's a little bit more fun to hit the little tank. I, to be fair, to be fair, from a from just a straight up strategy perspective, Isaac is a caster. He's a tank, and he's your only I'm, healer. I'm he's telling the you, only right, one right. of the four. No, no. I'm saying, I'm telling you. If I was the GM, I'd be beating the shit out of you. Too, <laughs> I, 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 I condone this. This is okay. I Everyone am okay knows with you these get actions. the healer first. I mean, right, come on. Right, it's just right, right. Um, so, so Emily, if you want to die more often, take a healing spell. <laughs> uh, listen, um, I want that for straight. I'm sorry. I'm, that, that, that's. I'm, I'm gonna shut up. No, 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 it's fine. Um, <laughs> muted himself. <laughs> I think you should take dark vision. Everybody should take dark vision out to 100 feet. That's free, right? Listen. Everybody gets that when they Listen. everybody gets that when they sign up with dnd.com. It's all right. Sphinx already has dark vision. I can just hold on to him. It's fine. Um <laughs> again think... with the radar vibes. <laughs> yeah. okay. Left. That that right. sound is chicka, chicka. <laughs> messes with his own eyes <laughs> oh god okay 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 All absorb right. elements is also good as just a defensive ability if we ever are fighting more magic-y elementally things true yeah because i already have resistance now because i've leveled up i now get resistance to fire to fire mm. um so i can just like yeah be a bit like I mean, can i just actually clarify what is resistance sure. it's obviously not immunity half damage Okay, half damage. All right. It doesn't right. stack though, so it's just a condition. So yeah, if you yeah, have resistance, fine. you do you take half the associated damage. Okay. All right, Craig, I am mm-hmm. taking Zephyr Strike. Let's go! Yeah! Uh, <laughs> and I think Zephyr gonna be on one. her anime shit. <laughs> and I think I'm gonna do. 
All right, it's between locate object and cure wounds, I think, is the two that I'm fighting between at the moment. Let me throw you a curveball. Alarm. <laughs> to be fair, Spinks did do that the other day. <laughs> it was alarming when he turned into dust. It I can tell you that much. Um, you guys have interacted with alarm once. You know how effective it is. <laughs> be you, be you. <laughs> Uh, come back to me. I'll think about it. You go, you go, you're the last. You're it. Oh, I'm it. Oh, shit. <laughs> you already waited till the end. I was hoping for more time. Um, nope. I'm gonna do. Oh man. Actually, uh, did Isaac get any new, uh, any new spells? He picks them every day. Paladin. <laughs> oh yeah, sake. you can. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get wrecked. Yeah. All right. Prepared casters. I can't do that. Isaac so has a little annoying. notepad that he doesn't know the name of the spells. He just knows the whoosh and the bap bap. <laughs> <laughs> Kapow! And talk, talk to Carl. That's that's that's, that's, that's fucking great. All right, I'm they gonna... all have like little emojis representing it's what they mean. Exactly. Holy shit, uh, Craig! I'm gonna need art of that like yesterday. That's the you. best thing I've ever fucking heard. All right, I'm done. All right, what you I, pick? I picked locate object. Okay. All right. Yeah, genuinely, you also have Goodberry, which is like, that is in in 5e, that's the most powerful healing spell, and it's not close. Next time, next time we have a big fight coming up that we know is coming up, you should cast Goodberry beforehand, and you should give me like five. Yeah, that's true. true. Because I can just run around shoving them into people's noses. So can June at 45. Oh, yeah. yeah. June June should have like a supply of chocolates on her at all times. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Done. They go in the nose, right? <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's what you guys eat Humans eat through the nose. I mix up your face holes. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <sighs> Meanwhile, Isaac. <laughs> what the hell, God? Christ. Right. Uh, Get better. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, and uh, I think that's I think that's it for uh, for seventh level. No uh, no ability score increases. Um, no, not that I saw. That'll be uh, uh, that'll be next time. Do you all want to jump in uh, to some play? Where where in the timeline is this happening? This is going to be happening in. So you guys finished the fight with Sliga. Uh, you are going to be returning to Agravar as the like closest city. Uh, and you're heading in that general direction. You all have redeemed the cleanser. And although no one remembers but guard, you have killed this blood warden. So stupid. (laughs) You have reconnected with Katarin. And for want of a better direction, you are headed back to Agravar. And we rejoin all of you in the late afternoon. Katarin and Harissa have been instrumental in helping to navigate the desert, uh, ensuring that you are never outside of shade during the high periods of sun. You are just now starting to make your way out again, perhaps on your second day of travel. And we see the group of you circle around one of these dunes I spy with my little eye 
something that is beige. Beige. What beige. is beige? Well, obviously, <laughs> God. <laughs> Everyone knows what beige is. It's a, uh, you know, Saffron, right. don't, why don't you tell God what beige is? Uh, beige is, um, she'll kind of like point at June's skin kind of color. I'm assuming June's skin is about, actually, she might got a bit of a tan now, standing around in the She's desert. She's got a little bit time, of a tan, so. a lot of Probably. freckles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> beige, y'all. Beige. If you mix June's skin color with sort of the sand here, it's kind of. Ah, oh, shit, you got it. Okay. <laughs> when we get back to town, can you two get better armor? I don't know which. Why I'm not I'm... talking to you, June. Oh, okay. You are Ooh, fine. As you see these gashes just all over Isaac's body. Yeah, yes. literally, there's an axe her, wound like, in, your in your breastplate. And Harissa, I'm pretty sure that's the same scout's armor you had from traveling listen i <clears throat> i mean it is a bit torn now i suppose um we can hmm. do some some shopping it's scary when you guys go unconscious yeah, it's just i get sleepy in the middle of the fight and so i just feel like taking a little nap you know you guys got everything under control <laughs> what's wrong with me just uh i think you're right god i think if I definitely need, at the very least, a new poncho. Hopefully, a poncho that has maybe some thicker material or Ooh. metal. Who knows? I'll this see. is like like red and silk, like red with like silver on it, and like little black details. And uh, are you going to be paying for this, June? Do you think I can afford the red and gold silk? I. You could always Do steal it. Do I have it? money? I don't think I have. You're talking about stealing stuff. And money. Isaac is like on the elephant that he promised. <laughs> I think you look great with a new poncho, Saffro. I don't care how you look. Is that is that okay if I if I call you Saffro? Um that's actually really interesting because um, she has been referring to herself as Safra for the last sort of like arc or so rather than Harissa. She's kind of like slowly changed that. And I think like having that recognized or like, you know, someone finally asked like, do you want to be called Safra? It's just like, I mean, I, I feel like we've, had some time we bonded and uh, i mean if, if that's if that's okay with you or if you if you prefer harissa i'm i'm fine with that i just uh, you know safra is going to uh walk up to june most kind of get a bit closer in a very rare moment of fluffiness let's say for harissa <laughs> slash Safra um, she's going to take June by the hand and look her in the eye and just say I would be honoured if you would call me Safra you are like a sister to me June's gonna put her stump over top of Harissa's hand 
I, you're like a sister to me. I, I, I'm honored to be able to call you sister and friend. Isaac's gonna lean to the elephant's ears and say, what would you like to be called? For fuck's sake. <laughs> I kinda I kinda owe my friend down there an elephant, so um I I I, I need to at least be respectful in how you like to be. I gotta come up with a fucking voice for this thing. Speak with yeah. animals. They, they're all they're all they're all <laughs> militant. Proper militant individuals. Yeah. yeah. Hub, hub. I mean light. you you say that. You say that. Uh oh. The thieves' elephants were all proper military individuals. Stop! What's this a warden elephant like? like? Hey, what's over going on? This is gonna be fucking Jersey. They're all Jersey. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they all. Everybody is from Jersey, bro. They're mobsters. Uh, get out of here! Uh, now I see an elephant in a, in a tracksuit right now in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, how's it going? My name's Joey yeah, Cheese. You know Joey Cheese. <laughs> God, that would be such. It could talk you know like what? Snuffleupagus. You know what? That's. Yeah. You know what? This is it. This is it. This is canon now. This is canon now. That's too good of a name to fucking. That's too good of a name to fucking pass Hi up. Hi there, I'm uh, Joey you, Cheese. You hear this elephant go? Yo, how's it going? My name's Joey Cheese. <laughs> okay. I don't think oh. I ever been able to understand one of you before. Yep, absolutely. And he's gonna <laughs> cut off his speak with animals. <laughs> <laughs> Thieves train their elephants much better than Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You think the fucking you think the fucking Empressar is putting out putting out cash for good oh, fucking gosh. mounts? So I, I agree with God. I should probably get some some better better armaments. Going out here and plate armor didn't seem like the best idea, so Hopefully, yeah, wherever we go. Yeah, wouldn't you, like, bake in the sun? I mean, it seems... I mean, going out here at all is a bad idea. What are you talking about? This was the only thing we could do. This was, like, the plan the whole time. You might as well have good armor going into it. What's she saying down there? I can't hear from all the way up here on this <laughs> elephant. You owe me that elephant, Isaac! Don't think I'm forgetting! That That's... She's kind of got a point. Isaac's been wearing the same, like, black and red plaid button-up shirt my <laughs> this whole time um did he put another one on after the bathhouse kimono <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> i like my flannels i mean, i like it too but uh, you should probably wear something like underneath it oh, okay isaac yes. didn't you have armor from rally listen i did bring it God just hits very well, and this is what's left of it. His chunks are, like, falling off. That's yeah, really right, right, right. <laughs> he basically isn't wearing it anymore because it's just non-existent. Right. I wave. Hello. <laughs> That's God, by the way. Uh, yeah, we've met. Um, I don't I don't know what the hell that was back there, but is he okay? I mean, he doesn't seem to be violent. I imagine it was something done to him, but I, I don't know. What well, to expect? He's, he's a very emotional being, but he's honest and commu and uses communication very well. So, for the most part, he's told me he didn't enjoy what happened to him, but he is feeling better. All right, all right. Yeah, you see, when you when your friends talk to you and give you information, uh -huh. you're able to you know build mm -hmm. a a strong bond 
we'll call it with one another. You should try it. Amen. I deserve that. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Understood. Loud and clear. I would like to play a game. (laughs) What's the game, God? I spy with my little eye something that is beige. Oh. Oh, me, me. Is it it sand? Yes. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) I won. But which one? Which grain? This one. Or is it this one? Which grain? They're all the same. I have not played this part of the game before. <laughs> this isn't part of the game, God. She's just making shit up. <laughs> all right, Katarin, you take the reins. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> all right, Mr. Spanks, it's your turn. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I spy with my little eye something beginning with G. Ground. No. Gourd. Where where do you see a gourd? No, there's there's gourds over there. Over where? Not wait, hold on. There are gourds over there. What? And Robbie is pointing off to sort of around the base of a dune. There are a couple of gourds growing out of the ground. Our minds are playing tricks on us because we've been out in this heat so long. Uh, you are all welcome to make a perception check if you would like. I want to use my 45 speed to run up to him. Wait, wait, you were still, you were guessing what, I didn't what about my game. I, okay, if Jude just wants to peel off, we'll do that. Spinks, you want to finish the game? No, people have fucked off now. They're no one's playing the game. Gremlin. <laughs> I'm still playing <laughs> Mr. Spinks. What's, what's next, buddy? I'm so sorry. It's Gremlins. Not, it's not Gremlin. No. Is it guard? No. Gar- gar- it guard. Gargantuan amounts of sand. <laughs> no. Come on, guys. It's like right in front of you. Gar- it's God. Oh, it's oh. God. So it is Mr. Sphinx. <laughs> wink, wink. Isaac. I just tossed something at Mr. Spinks being an ass. Hold on. <laughs> what do I have? Not a lot left. Yeah, I don't have any weapons. Yeah. Catherine <laughs> Catherine legitimately like hands you uh like a rock. Yeah, toss that, chuck that at him. Go ahead and roll the attack. Holy shit, natural 19. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage. Four points of damage. Bonk. I found it. Was I right? I'm not talking to you. And he crosses his arms and like faces away. (laughs) Does Spink start with a G? I think um, he's referring to himself as a god again, guard. Oh, yes. Come, gods should ride on chariots. And I'm going to pick Spinks up and put him on my head. <laughs> Take inspiration for fuck's sake, June. If uh, I was gonna say, if Spinks could have those, like you know, when like the anime eyes when they're about to cry get really big and like extra yeah. little white bits in the eyes, that's what he's looking at. He's like, that's what's Ooh. happening. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you, thank you, guard. June, you tear through the sand uh, up to these 
gourds. They are, uh, you know, relatively small, round, green, uh, growing from uh, vines on the ground. So they're still on the vine. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick one up without breaking it off the vine. And Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll me an investigation check, if you'd be so kind. That's a dirty, dirty 20. Let's go. Nice. Uh, a dirty 20 on a gourd. You thump it and give it a little shake. It is practically full of water. <gasps> I cut it off the vine. Comes away clean. And I'm going to run it back over to my friends. Who's thirsty? Uh, I think uh, we all are probably a little bit thirsty. Why? What have you, oh, what have you found? I think there's, I think we might be able to get some liquid out of this thing. And I'll take out, um, do I have a dagger? Just sure punch it. You've got a fucking knife, I'm sure. I'm not going to punch it. <laughs> Just crack it. Why not? Just punch it. I see you punch stronger things than that. How many hit points does this gourd have? Jess, you don't need to fucking roll. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you crack the gourd open. Uh, as you crack, as you crack this gourd open, you see uh, that it is filled with a like hyper hydrated uh, soft flesh, and it is uh, sort of light, almost white green in color on the interior. Uh, and uh, you see a little bit of the juice sort of trickles into uh, the sand. What does it smell like? Kind of a little bit cucumbery, maybe a cross between a cucumber and a cantaloupe. Oh, that sounds Ooh. nice. Uh, wasn't uh my dad? My dad is uh God. Checking for checking for panda juices. Can gods come back? I'm gonna hand it to hand Isaac one half of the gourd. Go for it, and Isaac, please go ahead and roll me a religion check. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, for panda juices. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 14 15 minus one all right all right all right all right all right uh you see no specific uh sign of pandar here but something resonates with you with that idea and you take this half of the melon and it, it seems edible it seems safe there's nothing about it that screams that it might be dangerous to you. There's also nothing about it that particularly screams that it has anything to do with Pandar, given Pandar's prolonged absence from this place. It doesn't have like a little. There's no, yeah, there's no said, maker's mark like, that's just like Pandar approved. Pandar. <laughs> Hold on, as he holds the piece of, of, of the cantaloupe, I have an idea. So did you discuss with us what Sligo said about being alone? I would think that she shared all that. So, this is a very lonely god, right? And it used to hang out with, with Panda all the time. What if we could make a god? And he points at the cantaloupe. I want you to take inspiration for that, please. What? What? I was, I was being a dumb Isaac thing. <laughs> what is happening? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Th there's there's plants and stuff growing now. However, if we could, I don't know, create the thought of a uh, or find a, a spiritual god and then get people to worship them and then they start growing and getting known, then I don't like I don't porky? know how how yeah something like, like could we get Porky over here to like? So what's a better task than filling an entire desert full of gourds? 
Maybe we can get some strawberries in there and some, you know, some potatoes, sweet potatoes. Environment for. I think this place needs some trees. I mean, first for any of this, it needs water, Um, which makes me wonder where it came from for these. Uh, I think uh, Safra is going to wander over there and see if she can find the source of the water where these things are growing from. There's no water. Even if she like digs around the vines. Yeah, you dig, you dig around the vines and eventually you sort of get to like a root network that seems embedded in this glass sand, but it's not, there's no water. What does this taste like? Like I said, it, t- it tastes like it smells. It's, it, it tastes a lot like, a, you know, kind of a cross between a cucumber and a, a cantaloupe, sort of very bright, uh, you know, kind of orangey sweet with just a little bit of that grassiness on the finish. Oh, it's real good. Do you want to try <laughs> yeah, I think Sephora's going to crack one open as well. Then. I'm just going to let you know, June, you've eaten some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen. So I don't take your... I don't want to hear you go on about... I'm just listen, saying my palate uh, is more like... I, I no, sense a lot more things than the you. Time that you're referencing the time that I ate some of those mushrooms in the forest. forest and I'm telling y'all, the, the psycho... Uh, mm-hmm. You listen the... to your daughter right now? You did this. You listen. let her run around eating mushrooms <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> the... Someday that's going to be used for medicinal purposes if it's not already. I honestly and... thought she would have had more sense than that. Well, listen, I uh, sure the mushrooms, you know, I, I like mushrooms on my steak all the time. The question is, why did you why were you chewing on the bark after you had finished with all the mushrooms? I mean, it was really like it was this nice like pepperminty bark like it it was good peppermint <laughs> plus bark. it was clean my teeth a little bit i mean get some you of that, had this, the your eyes out. were fully dilated and you were just gnawing on it <laughs> was i you're just really drooling on it honestly listen i wasn't hurting anybody i wasn't hurting myself so what if i go a little beaver sometime doesn't matter I'm just is, saying. Is that what you call it? Going beaver? Okay. Going beaver? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What is, what is the plan? What is the plan? Are you continuing you... to sort of continue through the desert? Are you, what's, uh, what, it's... If we have time, we could explore for more gourds if we yeah, think like it's worth it, seeing what's yeah. going on with the desert. Yeah. I mean, if there's anything else. I have two shovels. <laughs> That is true. Okay, uh, why don't you all uh, go ahead and roll me? We'll say this is a group investigation check. All right. Okay, I want to be Shia LaBeouf in holes. <laughs> Eight. Nice. Uh, Three. Fifteen. Incredible. Twelve. All right, hey, that's a group twelve. Uh, fantastic. Um, so on a group twelve you all start moving kind of in the direction that you saw these initial gourds and everyone's kind of on the lookout for them. And you don't see any immediately. And so I think that you sort of use your bearing back to Agravar to help to navigate while you're keeping a very close eye out for more gourds. And then you do spot a few more. And then you spot a small little palm shrub, vast distances away, maybe an hour away from each other on foot. And then an hour later, a little cluster of these palm 
shrubs with some gourds at the base. And so you all start to establish what seems to be a pattern kind of leading in a direction. And you don't find a source. And you don't find any water at all. But you keep chaining between these things until the small hours of the morning. And I think at one point, Rami, who has just been on foot because the riding bird is, did not survive that experience. I, I, Isaac would have gave her CJ. He just wants to oh. flop this elephant. Okay, corner. okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I think that R- uh, Rami, who is sort of uncomfortably astride this rock and sand pig at, uh, at one point is like, I think we should probably consider making camp for the night. I don't think we're going to find the source of these things, huh? I suppose closer to Agrava, maybe maybe we missed it on the way out. I don't know. We did take a pretty big detour through the eastern hills. Being chased by a god will do that. And just like one assailant on elephant back. That was a weird decision. I feel like yeah. we've so vastly outnumbered them that they should have sent more men. Not only that, but he, well, he took me out. Never mind, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's make camp. There was that one intense guy that we killed that you guys don't remember. What? Huh? There was an intense guy. A warden. We killed him. You guys don't remember. Well, there was the one warden that No, he was different. He was like a boss. He was commanding the other wardens. Well, my only question is, God, why don't we remember that? Because we gave him to the Elder God. So the Elder God just, what what did they do to him? Oh, wait. So are you saying that this God did the thing that Gamball kept saying would happen to us if we kept doing stupid stuff at his house, which we did? I think so. I do not remember the details, but I remember that it happened. So this person that we don't remember but you remember is erased from everybody's mind yes he took over my brain and made me fight you and then we erased him from existence Ooh, that's tough so how do you remember that he still exists oh that he used to exist guard like looks up at the sky for a little bit and then down at the ground sphinx and i are a little different than the rest of you. Say that again. (laughs) And I think that I am more different than Sphinx. Whenever we've talked to immortal forces, they treat me as if I interact with the world differently. So I asked if I could remember, and the Elder God said yes. I suppose I'm drawn towards things that feel different, and I like them liking me. Everyone should like you, God. I don't care if everyone likes me, but mostly gods and you guys. A short list. Good to have a short list. (laughs) But there was a very powerful person sent after us. 
he had a ability to control me to control my mind and he was using warden magic that felt more powerful than warden magic i've seen before when you start to reflect on the nature of his magic you recall that it does look quite a good deal like isaac's magic it is like yours Isaac's looking at his notepad and he's trying to start the fire. Oh, that's not gazap or pew. That's not going to work. My magic. Not all of it. But the vines. The blood red vines? Yes. Oh, the the gotchas. Yeah, those. (laughs) Is that what you're calling them now? The gotchas? Yeah, because yeah, it's like, gotcha. He wielded the gotchas with more power <laughs> than I've experienced before. Oh, man. That's some high-level magic, if I do say so myself, being the uh, arcane master of, of our group. Katarin thwaps oh. you upside the head. Gah! <laughs> I'm going to get you with a gotcha. Do that again. Well, I, I mean, okay, hold on. So you're telling me that whoever or wherever I get these powers from is the same similar powers from some guy we don't remember who was also using the gotchas. Hmm. Another warden. Wardens do not present with those with those red red roots. That is not. So this was a different type of warden. If only we could have questioned him. June, your daddy, your daddy was a warden. And June, you know Melman on Lapignon was a warden. Does this all go back to the blood tree, Luna? Because I just don't see how all their powers are presenting in a, this like blood red vine thing. Well, going, going back to what God said, the vines aren't my only powers i i think it's some way of the world understanding how strong my will is and offering what it has to support me keeping my oath people that give oaths to god don't aren't their powers represented in a way that kind of reflects that god well i'm not mine isn't towards that one god it's towards the western wheels and I will protect the Western Wields by any means necessary. So if Luna feels as though giving me those gotchas is a way to help, then I'll... Until there's a reason we need to deal with Luna, I will make sure that I use them to the best of my ability. If it means protecting you, Zafra, God, my family. I trust you. I trust that. I do. I just, we're going up against some big baddies and some that we don't remember, that guard remembers, and I don't know. It just all seems very, they just seem to connect, like the blood tree and Luna and the the wardens with all their blood redness. Like, Luna's the one that was the only god so far that we've spoken with that wants us to kill the other gods. So maybe 
God, maybe got a point. Maybe there aren't many believers out there. Maybe Luna's hoping if the other gods disappear, they'll gain more followers. I'm still convinced that somehow Luna is intertwined with the Grand Empressar. Well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. If Luna wants to get rid of all the other gods, who who else wants that? And and then I guess when they're all gone, you only have one god left to deal with. As soon as you say that, all of you feel a distant, distant earthquake. That's ominous. Oh, sorry. That I, I might have had too much milk. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where the fuck did that rumble come from? Uh, a god? <laughs> Another one? So Here, soon. Here we go again. Hopefully it was just Sligo agreeing with us. It definitely didn't it definitely didn't feel like something under the sand. It definitely was like a proper earthquake. It felt a lot more like what you guys experienced in the mountains than oh, what you were experiencing uh, out in the sands. Like when we were in the cave. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hey, um, who's got really good eyesight? Oh oh me. No. <laughs> I think oh, Spinks might be the only one with dark vision. Maybe. He does have. Is it getting Marissa dark? Marissa certainly has good eyesight. Oh, it's it's the middle of the night. You guys walked oh. until like three in the morning. Oh. Like because the moon, the moon, the moon is starting said. to set now that <laughs> hey, you guys have been camped. Stop. Sorry, yeah. I thought the sun was setting. Uh, maybe if we can get Spinks up really high, like a meerkat again. That's true. Do a do a scout. I, we throw him. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> if he's okay with that. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. I like this plan. Come this here, is, this is a good plan. Okay. <clears throat> Be gentle. I'm a bit full. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. It's like two pounds heavier. Guard goes to pick up Sphinx to like do like a swinging overhand <laughs> and then like sort of stops halfway up and then positions himself to squat. And you know how when people do like the between the knees bowling and it's like a little embarrassing, but then they get a strike. <laughs> Guard is going to do one of those where he's basically doing like a deadlift position um, and holding his hands like Spinks in a basket. And then, are you ready? I was born ready. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see anything? Air rushing past his frill. Go ahead and roll me a, a perception check with advantage. Best help action ever. You know, this is kind of funny since we know he'll just come back when he dies from this. Did you it's roll with advantage? Thing I had, uh, yeah, because I got a nat one on one of them. Um, 14 in total. Okay. Uh, Sphinx doesn't necessarily notice anything crazy. On a 14. <laughs> What's Sphinx's intelligence modifier? Oh, not great. Let's see. Uh, his intelligence is a minus one. He's a he's a bright little boy. Oh, my side hurts. Yeah, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you this. Sphinx is flying through the air, and Sphinx looks out over the distant eastern hills, and for the barest of moments, has the feeling that something is maybe different in a way that he can't identify. And then, like, he's kind of 
turning as he falls uh and it, he he his vision kind of moves past the eastern hills and he sees a couple of miles away what looks like a copse of trees and that fully distracts him as he plummets back down to earth just head into the sand just head into the sand <laughs> up to the waist <laughs> I pull Spinks out by the tail of the sand. Like Gimli out of the snow. <coughs> uh, I didn't really see my... I saw some trees. Um, oh, that's good. And a, a weird itchy feeling in the back of my brain telling me something looks a bit weird, but I can't figure out what. Useful. Thank you, Spinks. Um, Are we all just going to blow past the tree thing? Trees in the desert? Especially this one. Yeah, over there. Look. You can't see them from where you're nestled. They're behind dunes. They're, like I said, they're a couple miles away. Oh, well, they're over there. Well, I guess. What kind of trees were they, Mr. Spinks? They were like, you know, the kind you see in the postcards from, like, the Caribbean. Oh, okay. Why does Isaac have that frame of reference? That doesn't feel right. I don't think he does. I think he just is like playing I think, along. I think, yeah, I think he's just like, poor Mr. It's like Spence. a little kid being like, hey, did you hear about the time and then my tooth? It was purple for a day and Susie cried. And you're like, oh, that's, 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 a, that's a great story. Incredible. Maybe Sleeko is feeling a bit better. It's given things a chance to come back but it seems like it's happening real fast pretty fast who's someone we know that can grow things pretty fast ah some asshole with sandals it is time once again for the mid-roll we took a vote on who would do the mid-roll today, but they all started clamoring about time off, and we've been walking through the desert for days, and we nearly died. So you've got Patrick today. You and I are going to have a conversation about our Patreon. Have you all checked out our Patreon? It Honestly, it's pretty goddamn great. Not only do all of our patrons get access to our full original soundtrack, which punches so fucking hard... They also get access to all of our bonus arcs like Blight of the Museum, Old Folks Tome, and one that's going to be coming out very soon. But if you come in at $10 a month or more, you get to submit magic items to the show. When we come back from this break, the crew are all going to be getting two to three magic items each, and every single one of them was designed by a patron. These magic items have the ability to swing the story in wildly new directions. Uh, Rami, honestly, wouldn't even be a part of the show if it wasn't for Guard climbing up her elephant using the cricket kickers designed and submitted for our last rallying interlude by patron Nick Plaisance. So if you want to write your name on the face of rally, head on over to patreon.com slash unbalancedencounters and submit your items now. And if $10 a month is a little too rich for your blood, you'll get great rewards from $3 a month and up, and every tier comes with a seven-day free trial. Okay, that is the obligatory plug for the Patreon. Now we're going to try a little magic trick. Damn. Hear myself from the future. Truly wild stuff, y'all. Anyway, one last thing before you go. If you're listening to this interlude episode when it airs, I wanted to let you know that we're going to be taking a little break over December. 
the cast is going to be traveling and celebrating for the holidays, so we wanted to take a month to let all of you beautiful people catch up on the show and remind us all that breaks aren't just okay, they're necessary. So, we hope you're going to take some time to relax as well, both in real life and in the rest of this interlude episode. Okay, I love you, bye! And we cut to the next morning. Harissa, you Mm. are alone in your tent. I think that has been a given. I think you carry a tent with you for privacy, just like at all times. Like, you you don't need anybody (laughs) in your fucking sleeping space, you know? No one needs to see this bedhead. That's what I'm saying. And... The earliest beams of sunlight just creep through the seams in your tent. And you are hit in the face with a claw that is just about the size of your head. Ah, what the fuck? And I, I want everyone to to just imagine if you're seeing it from like the outside, um, the tent is now just sort of like a blanket over Sphinx. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Feet oh, he sticking boy. out, <laughs> tail just like over the, <laughs> and just laying on his back. Sphinx? Safra kind of scrabbles out from underneath the the canvas (laughs) and stands there and just Sphinx! Sphinx! Wake up for the love of God, wake up! And she's just gonna (laughs) smack him. (laughs) What? 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 And he kind of just kind of like stands up. What did the... Wait. Rubbing his eyes. Why are you down there? Why am I up here? And I want everyone to imagine, like, the way I picture Sphinx now is, like, you've seen How to Train Your Dragon. You've seen Toothless. You know, he's kind of like the long boy with the little legs. Um, That's basically what he looks like. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With his frill, still kind of like the red and yellow kind of like scale color. And when he sits... When he stands up on his back legs, which is a little bit harder for him to do now, he's now the same height as guard. But when he is Whoa. down on all fours, he's just sort of like CJ size. What? What? Oh. Does this... Is this puberty? Is this what... Is this what happens? <laughs> Harissa! There's a monster in your tent! Where? Oh no! Uh, oh, good. Uh, I need to hit something after yesterday. Hold on, hold still. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Everybody, uh, this is Sp- Sphinx, and I think he's just sort of like just as confused as everyone else, and is knocking over a few tents in the process of like figuring out what the fuck is happening. Oh, I'm big! I'm big! Oh, I'm big! <laughs> hey, guess what now? And he looks at Safra. What? What's, what are you doing? Why are you looking at me like that? He shuffles over, stands up on his back legs. I'm big enough to hug you now. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he just is going to grab her. <laughs> like, Aww. she's oh grabbed him gosh. before. Yeah, that's right. You can't escape now. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, that's <laughs> all. She's like, oh, speak. Oh, God. Oh, stop. Oh, okay. And she just kind of goes limp and accepts it. And that's how Safra woke up this morning. <laughs> the teddy bear got to hug back. Oh, my God. <laughs> For all of you out there listening and wondering what's happened, at 7th level, the Drake Warden uh, Sphinx is now big enough to be ridden. So he is now a mount. He also um, gets a fly speed, right? He also can fly, yes. So, But he can't be ridden and fly at the same time. Right, right, so. that's later. But does, do, yeah. so how, what is, are we doing like a... Um, uh, are we doing like a, an it's Eastern frill. dragon thing? Is he is he flapping his frill? I think I think we canonically said that he has like, like a jellyfish. Little, yeah, right. <laughs> like <a> yeah. <laughs> the least cool looking. His whole body just hanging limp, and his head looking around and flapping. <laughs> the least cool that's a, way that, to fly. That's on brand. That is on brand. Um. I was tossing up between sort of doing the never-ending story Falcor type yeah, thing sure, sure, versus sure, sure. Um, the actual more kind of toothless thing. So I don't know. Did of, we ever say that Spinks? I, did we say that Spinks got like little wings he at did, the end? He of, did have yeah, cherubby wings yeah, in his yeah. sort of like other evolution. So I think he is going to have wings now. I think okay. he's going to have wings yeah. now. There yeah. was that so. scene where we threw him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I can, just... I can feel that." <laughs> no, kaboom! Hits a tree. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now he can fly. Uh, you all see all of this chaos, and I, I think Rami, who doesn't have, like, a tent, right? Rami is just, like, sleeping, like, out under the stars, keeping an eye on the elephant. Rami sits up, rubs her eyes. Oh, for the love of the gods, now what is it? Oh. Big lizard. Fine. Magic. Don't know what's going on there. Water? And she points at the edge of the massive lake that you all have woken up alongside. Cool. Water. Oh, it's one of those mirages again. No. You all see in the wreckage of Sphinx destroying everybody's tents and campsite <laughs> that even in this earliest part of dawn, there is shade and melons and little palm shrubs, big palm trees, and a gently lapping shore. Was this here when we went to sleep? It was not, or else I would have been sleeping in that palm tree somehow. Man, uh, it's like a, like a vacation spot. How big is the body of water compared to like, the only body of water I think Guard has seen before was the lake that we ran across. The little pond. That we ran around in the, the, in the, like yeah, the pond in the, in, the, yeah. in, the, in the afterlife. Yeah. How big is this lake? Uh, probably about 10 times that size. Guard is just kind of looking at it. Isaac strips down a bare bottom and jumps <laughs> in the lake. <laughs> Can I look around for a sandal print? You just like turn left and see 10 yards down the way. A man in a red bathrobe covered in brown mottled fur on like one of those cabana chairs, right? Like one of those like lounging sun chairs. Uh, sandals crossed. He's got like mirrored sunglasses on. 
Does he have like a coconut with a straw poking oh, out? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna make my way over and very loudly say, "Good morning, Porky." Huh? Uh. Huh. Oh, June, it's you. How you doing? Oh, you know, just went to sleep in a barren wasteland, woke up in a lovely paradise. Uh, this is your doing, isn't it? Yep. Cool. <laughs> so, you want to... First, do you... What? What, I can't take a vacation? So you just let us deal with Sleeko all on our own. Fucking scumbag. <laughs> and and then suddenly you're here. What, are you the new Pandar? I mean, I've not been made aware of any such promotion, no. She's going to turn around to her friends and just, like, throw her hands up in the air like, what are we even... You look over to the to the lake and you see guard just like slowly peek his eyes out of the water. <laughs> Watch for rust, buddy. Eyes is just floating. Oh, this this is it. This is it here. And then guard sinks again because he doesn't float. This is him. He's on the bottom and he's jumping up. <laughs> peek his head on the top and sinking back down. I mean, I'll admit it's a bit of a busman's holiday, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So what about Sligo? Oh, yeah. Are you guys buddy-buddy? Y'all did a pretty good job with that. No, are you kidding me? That guy's that guy fucking sucks. He's so angry all the time. Kind of has every right to be. Well, I mean, yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm going to, like, go out for a beer with him, you know? Well, if you keep doing this shit, you're going to have to have some sort of relationship with him. Oh, this is uh this is all temporary. I'm not kidding. I needed a vacation. Where the fuck have you been? I've been regrowing the Listen goddamn here. elderwood trees. You know, that's a great. You're also you're a day day late coming in on all this shit. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Hold on, Porky. And he's gonna stand out of the water. Fully oh. butt ass naked. Isaac! <laughs> Oh, no. Oh. Can I get you a towel, man? Gracious. Huh? Oh, oh, where is it? Ah, and he, he pulls out his kimono. Now. <laughs> Amazing. Get your mileage out of that one, huh? He has, he has it wrapped up like like an old old mom now, and he's like, now. Porky offers you a glass of wine. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> what year is this? Where's my Mai Tai? <laughs> a Porky offers you a Mai Tai. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> a little early for the hard stuff, but nah, I'm not going to judge. We're on vacation. Rob A., what you drinking? The Mai Tai looks pretty good. No, it's my Mai Tai. Well, I mean, if he's got another third going, and he adds another Mai Tai, and Katarin walks up. Uh, she's kind of back on the cane from Scrumpy. I'm assuming this is another one of your friends, and they're doing? This well, is Isaac's friend. Mm-hmm. Co-worker. You're the one who left, right? Oh, God. <laughs> I love... Oh, no, we friends now. <laughs> <laughs> there is an explosion of water from the lake as Guard just runs out of it full speed, arms full of stuff. <laughs> Look what I found, guys. And I'm going to dump a bunch of stuff on the floor in the middle of camp. What the heck? 
My weird looking rocks, <laughs> little shells, um, a couple pieces of like animal bones and fish, just like stuff I found at the bottom of the lake. Shinies. Shinies. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, these are nice, God. Yeah. I think you guys, I think, I think you, at that point, you see like a gecko kind of climb over Porky's shoulder and like down into the stuff and like they're like trying on, it's like trying on a shell as a hat and that kind of thing. Hello, geckos. And the gecko waves. Uh, and Porky <laughs> hauls out a large bag out of hammer space that he just kind of sets onto the sand. The gecko's got a good haul this time around. <laughs> you got oh. another kimono in there? You know, honestly, no. I don't really have a lot of say over what shows up in this bag. It's kind of just the geckos. And we are going to move into magic items. Everybody's favorite For anybody who's new to the show, what the fuck are you doing starting at Rallying Interlude, the third Rallying Interlude? Thank you. But Yeah, I mean, we love you. Go back and listen to episode one. It makes more sense that way. No, don't. Don't just start here. It all makes sense. Stay here. It's fine. (laughs) Don't leave us. Please don't leave us. The way this works is that all of these magic items have been created by our patrons. If you subscribe to our Patreon for, I believe it's the $7 and up tiers, uh, you could submit homebrew magic items that will have the potential to radically change the nature of the game. Like my boots. The cricket yeah, kickers right. have been an absolute fucking Clutch. all-star. The balsam bolt designed by Orakami, excellent magic yes. item. We have had a ton of them. My book of sarcasm. The book clutch. of sarcasm <laughs> coming in clutch like every three three fucking rolls. The <laughs> only book Isaac's ever read. The only book he's ever read. The only book he, he will ever need to That's read. That's canon. That is canon. <laughs> Besides his notepad of spell, spells he has to look at every day. That's the only book he's ever read. And so, uh, we have a, everybody should have a spreadsheet representing all of the magic items. Uh, these have all been submitted by our uh, by our patrons. Now, I want to make sure that all of our patrons know that uh, when you guys send these in, what happens is that uh, I take a look at them and kind of tune them a little bit to be uh, either a little bit better fit for the power level of the show, or in some cases, really build them out mechanically. And so, if it doesn't look exactly like what you submitted, it's because we're putting it into mechanics. But the goal is to get these things into the game. Uh, and uh, and and let you really affect the way that these uh, these scenes play out. So everybody's got everybody's got the spreadsheet up. Uh, so if we want to start with June, um, June, if there's anything in particular that is jumping out to you, uh, please go ahead and and shout it out and uh, and read it off um, and uh, let us know who who made it. The flute. And is it okay that this is reskinned a little? That's fine. It's fucking fine. It's fucking fine. Uh, she pulls out. On a silver chain, a little silver whistle that looks like the kind of whistle a camp counselor would wear. Uh, so this is a wondrous item, is uncommon, and this flute looks like a hollow tree branch. Oh, maybe it shouldn't be a silver, uh, like a metal. Maybe it should be a wood. A wooden camp counselor flute? Yeah. That's even yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. That's it's a wooden great. camp counselor whistle. Uh, This flute looks like a hollow tree branch from a distance, but on closer inspection, it is a beautifully crafted flute with runes on it. This magic item has a maximum of three charges that recharge back to that maximum at every dawn. When you blow the flute as an action, a lullaby is heard and you can expend one of the charges of the flute to cast the sleep spell at first level. You can expend additional charges to upcast the spell. 
If all three charges are used at once, roll a d20. If a one is rolled, the flute decomposes into mulch. That's very good. <laughs> she'll, so she'll put it over her neck and kind of look at it. Oh my god, it's such a cute little, cute little whistle. It's got little markings on it. And, well, hold you on, didn't hold watch on. That. Don't put it in your mouth. Don't you dare. June. Okay, and she blows it. Are you gonna are you gonna expend a charge, Cassidy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you roll five d eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty three. Yeah. Uh, Scrumpy, who has like who had more or less just woken up, like he was he had slept through all of the, the hubbub of space, <laughs> wakes up and he's like, giant lizard. <sighs> False face. <laughs> Who we'll, we'll do we'll do some round robin. Who wants to go next? I'll go. All right. Um, Isaac. Isaac. Isaac's like uh, a whistle. Paul, can you just come over here and just bring us the most nonsensical? Oh, a cup. <laughs> this is the this is the cup of reminiscence by patron Cybermall Cop. Thank you, Cybermall Cop. Thank you, Cybermall Cop. Uh, you guys see a beautiful ornate gorgeous teacup similar to how chip looks in uh <laughs> sleep uh not sleeping beauty what the heck uh and isaac is just holding it so daintily and he's he's, he's like being pinky respectful up, of it pinky up of course pinky up um he's just like <laughs> oh the detail all oh, the intricacies oh this was made by a true craftsman oh this is beautiful my wine. And he pours his wine into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Legends of the Cup of Remembrance speaks of a humble artifact. Its appearance deceiving to the untrained eye, yet imbued immu- with a power that's woven from the very threads of the universe. It says it was made by Cyber Mall Cop. It's got his, <laughs> it's got his name at the bottom of it. The filigree patterns on the cup of reminiscence are not merely or- ornamental, but are in fact the intertwined stories and memories of countless souls. While many overlook this seemingly simple ceramic cup, its true magic lies not in its form, but its function. And then he takes out, there's a, there, <gasps> there's a plate that goes with it. Uh, he pulls that out, uh, sharpening. As an action during a short rest, you can spend 15 minutes sharpening a weapon using the edge of this chalice. When you do, for the next eight hours, the weapon gains a non-magical plus one bonus to damage. Uh, And then last but not least, as Isaac takes a sip out of this cup and kind of... (sighs) The chalice can be filled with either pure water or hot tea. Or wine, canonically. Okay, got it. Once per long rest, you can drink from it. Doing so allows them to heal as if they have experienced, uh, have expended one hit die. It makes the wine taste even better. All right. Uh, Who's up next? I think um, Sphinx has now loosened his grip and is watching the shinies as well. He's he's quite interested in what God's doing. Uh, So uh, Sapphire is going to have a look in the sack of goodies and as she puts her hand in ow ah, and she sucks her finger that is uh, now bleeding a little bit and goes back in and gently and delicately pulls out 
Boomy the Whirling Kukri. Ooh, uh, this was by Dark Steel Panda. Thank you very much, Dark Steel Panda. This well-worn Kukri blade has been a prized hunting tool passed down through families of the forest. Often mistaken for a run-of-the-mill skinning knife, the blade holds an unnaturally sharp edge. With enough practice throwing Boomy, it will share wonderful secrets with its new master. Without attunement, this short sword has the throwing property with a normal range of 20 feet and a long range of 60 feet. Once it's attuned with Boomy, though, it gains the following features. Its throne range increases to 30-90. This weapon returns to the wielder's hand immediately after it is used to make a ranged attack. And Chain Strike. Twice per day, when you hit a creature with a ranged attack using this weapon, you can cause Boomy to strike an additional target. If there is another creature within 10 feet of the original target, you can make a second attack against that target using the attack roll of the first. I think Safra is going to look and go, I think I have some ideas for this. Huh. And she's going to very gently kind of tuck it into her belt. That was the most threatening thing I've ever fucking heard. Is anybody else like, <laughs> did anybody else get chills there for a second? That was, that was a lot. <laughs> <sighs> Too busy drinking wine out of a teacup. Uh, all right, we're around to, we're around to guard. Uh, what's what's going to be guard's first poll? Guard is going to sort of sift through the bag and he's going to pull out a small silver band ring of the shroud touched and as he lifts it to his hand and holds it up to his gauntlet the ring (laughs) grows to size to fit his (laughs) hand because his fingers his hand is just the size of a gauntlet um and then it locks in and you see for a very brief second guards filigree sort of underneath uh, all of like a little bit of like lake muck um, um, glows just a little bit for a second. Do you want to see something cool? Yes. Always. Yeah. Guard is going to slam his hands together and as he does rising out of the ground in front of him almost like they're being built by some invisible force made of wisping shadow three perfect duplicates of guard appears oh shit what the fuck ah! and it stacks and then <laughs> one of them is gonna jump on my shoulders and then one of them is gonna jump on that one's shoulders oh, that and then the last one's gonna jump on the top <laughs> one's shoulders and now i'm like a 50 foot tall building of guards so this is uh, this plain silver ring swirls with eternal conflict. Once attuned, you can cast you cast no shadow. Oh yeah, guard shadow recedes, and uh, uh, as it recedes into your soul, or in this case, your eternal whatever. Um, once per day, you can use an action to summon three shadow clones that are indistwi- indistinguishable to you by any non-magical means. They last for one minute, have one hit point, and ten AC. Each clone takes its turn immediately after you and can imitate all of your abilities in an illusory fashion. So it essentially creates three illusions of you that have one hit point. Um, and they last a minute, but they can do anything. They can, they, they, they can't, they can't, to be clear, they can't do, they can't do anything. They can't, they literally can't do anything, but 
they can go anywhere and act in any way. This is, this was, this, yeah, this was by the Silent Bard. Uh, So first of all, thank you very much, Silent Bard. This one was a little bit, this one probably the most edited down from kind of its original form uh, because uh, Craig, as you put it out, like that's, it's massive as it's written. Uh, The original version, it was like three Echo Knights. It was like three, like they could take attacks and shit. shit. Um, And while that is, incredible and extremely cool it is it was it was it was way off the power scale for our game uh so we had to we dialed it back in a little bit and made it illusory instead uh but hopefully it'll be uh we will get good use out of these yeah Yeah, we will yeah (laughs) we will what did you say i said we'd get good use out of these oh okay Okay, all right. Very good. Very <laughs> fucking good. June, why don't you go ahead and take another poll? All right, all right, all right. Slam her hand back into the bag. She'll feel the pommel of a short sword, and there's a moment of just light starts shining down on her and little sparklies. Anybody else seeing this? And she'll bring it out. Like sword in the stone, Excalibur. June, why'd you make that sound with the? With She's the holding it up. This is really dramatic. <laughs> She'll be like, "Whoa, I've never, never had a sword before." Uh, and she has pulled out the Bond Blade by the Silent Bard. This ornate silver handle is laced with fine patterns and crowned with a perfectly rounded peacock sapphire in the pommel, which resonates with the bonds that connect us all. It has no apparent blade. Oh, there's no blade. (laughs) Uh, But on its cross guard are inscribed the words Separibus omnes necessitudines. Good luck getting that word out. So, yes, uh, that's my one thinking about Rome. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) There you go. There it is. All attacks made with this weapon gain a plus one to hit and damage as you can see the lines that connect you to your target. When you hit with this weapon, you can choose to activate its ultimate ability. The target must then make a wisdom saving throw of a 15. On a failure, both the target's creature's memories and those of any creature anywhere of the target are completely erased as the blade severs all bonds that creature has as if erasing them from existence. That's on That's on a failure. If the target creature succeeds their saving throw, they then retain all their memories, but all memories of the target creature by any creature anywhere are forgotten as the bonds become loose. If they succeed, you cut all of the bonds to them, forcing everyone to forget that they ever existed. But they continue to exist, so they can reintroduce themselves into, like, the world. On a failure, they're gone as if Sligo got them. Wow. Yeah, the last one is, whether the target succeeds or fails, you can only use this feature once. 
Doing so will cause the silver to turn to dust and the sapphire to shatter into innumerable amount of shards that scatter in the wind, thus destroying the bond blade. So ordinarily, this is a plus one magic item. It's 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 pretty good, right? Like a plus one magic item is not a bad thing to have access to. Especially in the context of our game. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. But if you want to take the risk to fully destroy this thing, you can use this ability, and regardless of whether or not they succeed or fail, you are going to completely remove them from their current life. You may completely and permanently remove them from all existence. This is either a god killer or an emphasar. Oh, the best Ender. prank you've ever pulled. <laughs> that too. That too. We could so- just use this for reason. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so go. fucking mean. <laughs> Be like, wait a minute, I work here. Uh, sorry, bud. GTFO. <laughs> June, as you're turning over this pommel, you can kind of see that where the blade should be, you sort of see the shimmering wireframe of Bond. The blade itself is made of Bond. That's cool. Your, your mother, who has been over your shoulder this whole time, recognizes this immediately. Where the hell did you get that? A random bag. (laughs) Do you know what this is, Mama? She nods. Have you seen it before? In books. As a matter of fact, I I left it back in Agravar, but if we get back there, there's a book I need to share with you. It goes over this blade, and that would probably be useful, but I, I also saw what you did to the cleanser. The way that you were able to push beyond yourself I don't know how you did it Juniper but it's a technique called bond projection and it is not something that many of us are well equipped to do well let's um yeah make good choices with this thing just to make sure we get all of the details in here because I know the silent bard is very proud of this uh mm-hmm. separabis omnes necessitudines June, you translate this pretty quickly in your head. It's Old Imperial for Sever All Ties. Dang, that's so badass. Good job, Silent Bard. <laughs> Isaac, you're uh, next up in the order. Man, you you little guys must go through a lot to get us this cool stuff. Do I see any PTSD behind those gecko eyes? Uh, go ahead and roll me an inside check. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> To find to find us a, a, a bond breaking sword, I feel like they had to fight a few beholders and uh, you know abyssal eldritch horrors. That's a nat one. Uh, the geckos just are put together their little sand forest. Okay. Oh, they look fine. It's stout, strong. Some bitches. And then the camera cuts in, and one of them just has like a thousand yard stare, and another one comes up, <laughs> pats it on the back. You know, in the background, just all like the kind of like faded out like movie clips of bombs and tanks and stuff. Screams, bombs, firing. Just Cthulhu in the background, just flying around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Isaac puts his hand in the back. All right. Um, And he pulls out a gorgeous battle axe of of dark steel uh on the blade you see 10 bright silver stars embedded into it Uh, this was made by derek 
Thank you, Derek. Derek Derek was an absolute machine on this one. Derek submitted, I think, like six of these items. Yes. Yeah, he did. Derek's great. Uh, This is the Axe of Astronomy. You have a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. Additionally, once per day, you can use a bonus action to send one of the stars on the blade at a creature of your choice within 120 feet of you. Massive. When you do so, make a ranged spell attack with a plus seven to hit. On a hit, the target takes 4d12 radiant damage. So the, the original way that this worked is that uh, it wasn't a once per day thing. It was based off of this charge mechanic with like the stars on the Axe of Astronomy, um, which is which was fucking cool. Uh, none of us are ever going to be able to fucking track that. Like not even a little bit. Like the, it would, no, we're not, we're idiots. We're, we're big dumb children and it wasn't going to happen. Uh, so we, uh, we made it, we made it a once per day for the show, but like it is, this is a fucking sick item. Isaac looks back at the geckos like, what the fuck are y'all been doing? Uh, <laughs> one of them goes down a little sand slide. <laughs> Thank you, warriors of other realms, for this item. Uh, all right, we're going to go ahead and go to uh, Harissa. All right. So a kind of a once bitten, twice shy sort of... Oh, yeah. Seeing all the other shit that's come out the bag, it's very scared that she's going to lose a finger or something this time. She's going to very... Uh, Jenny kind of like put her hand in and feel around, rummage a little bit more. You hear some kind of like jingling and things moving around. And she's going to pull out a golden key. Oh, this is very pretty. There's another one of Derek's. This is the ornate key. It is a heavy gold key with silver filigree worked into the head. Surprisingly, it fits locks in almost any door, gate and chest. On opening, no attunement required. When inserted into a lock and turned the ornate key casts the knock spell to open it. When you cast knock in this way, the range of the knocking sound is reduced to only five foot. The ornate key can be used to cast knock three times and it regains all expended uses each day at dawn. If I do a tune, however, I can close things. Uh, So a wielder of this key can cast arcane lock once per day without the material cost. When When cast this way, the spell only lasts until the next dawn. While the created lock remains active, the silver filigree glows faintly. If the lock is broken, the key warns, warms and the silver flashes brightly. In addition, the wielder is alerted with a ping in their mind. This ping awakens them even if they are sleeping. The wielder can then use a reaction to view the scene around the created lock at the time of its breaking. Again, I think Safra's like, this is going to be very, very handy. Yeah, it was a good all this time. I'll put it in her cleavage. Guard, you want to go again? <laughs> yeah. Guard is going to walk over to the bag, and as he's sort of shuffling through it, he sees a cartoonishly large handle of something that looks like this looks like something heavy and big. Guard pulls out uh, a large, uh, great axe um, that looks like it's made of uh, meteorite some sort of like alien stone this is the meteoric ore axe he's going to sort of swing it around in the air and it sort of like bends the air around it a little bit sort of like the heat coming off of the road that's fucking sick Um, there's like a little bit of a warp in the air and just a faint like he holds it in one hand and then he pulls up 
the cleaver of the mortal coil and he kind of looks at both and then he just holds them both together like a double axe and he starts trying to swing it it doesn't really work <laughs> and he looks up he looks down um the the mortal coil axe the the uh the leather straps around the the handle start to uncoil and sort of look like strands of Gambalt's cloak almost um, and then they slowly, like vines or ivy, wrap up around the meteor axe and squeeze and then fall off. And all that remains is the mortal coil axe, but the head of the axe still has that socket mm-hmm. that you can sort of look through. But the blade now looks like it's made of this very shiny stone that looks sort of like almost like somewhere between the inside of an abalone shell and obsidian in different places. Yeah, that like pearlescence almost. Yeah. That's fucking sick. Hey, Spinks, check this out. And I'm going to swing the axe towards him, even though he's like 30 feet away. And I need Spinks to make a strength saving throw. Holy shit. There goes guard attacking people again. An 18? Wait, let me try again. Hey, Spinks, <laughs> check this out. And I do it again. Uh, 21 that time. What? Wait, What's wait, happening? no. Spinks, just wait. Here, I'll do it again. <laughs> okay, let's see. One more time. <laughs> I got one more use after this. <laughs> Another 21. <laughs> Yes. Wait, 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 Sphinx. It's o- it's okay, God. We believe you. It, it does it's cool, cool. Here, okay, here we go. And then he's going to swing again. Another strength saving throw. Is that his last use of it? This is I the last use it. of the day. A 22. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac puts the sh- a hand on guard. Like, Guard's okay, going to look down at the axe. <laughs> I'll... I'll show you what it does tomorrow, I guess, and he'll. You can, you can just tell us. Right, yeah, why don't, why don't you read? Read it. I'll read it, but Guard will show you guys later, and Guard is gonna put the new axe on his back. Christ. But what would have happened if it would have worked is that first of all, this axe deals one d four force damage on hits, which is lovely, um, and then it has four charges. Um, whenever you take the attack action, you can replace one attack and expend a charge to have a creature within 30 feet of you make a strength saving throw, DC 14. And on a failed save, that creature is pulled 20 feet towards you. Oh, you know, okay, retcon, retcon, retcon. Every single one of those fails, Sphinx is actually lurched five feet towards guard. Yeah, it works. See, it's just not, it can work cooler. That's right, buddy. That's, that's but basically, cool. if they fail the save, you can pull a creature 20 feet towards you. And if they that's succeed cool. on the save, uh, they're pulled five feet towards you. But the other thing that's cool is any creature affected by this, uh, on their next turn, any movement that they take that is away from me is considered difficult terrain. Ooh. Oh, that's this cool. is by uh, Alsar. Alsar? Uh Thank you very much, Alsar. I feel compelled to be close to you. Uh, as Spinks as Spinks passes the uh, the geckos, one of the taps Spinks on the leg. Oh, hello. And it just like pulls out a little patch of leather. Like dang- like trying very hard with very large claws now to doink, you know, pinch this bit of leather. Thank you. This is this is one that I earmarked for Spinks. Uh, this is this is the Patcher's Pocket by Icewind Gale. Emily, do you want to read this for us? 
the patch's pocket. As an action, you can reach into the pocket to retrieve any non-magical item that fits through a six-inch diameter circle opening. The item persists indefinitely, unless someone attempts to use it for its intended purposes. For example, if someone uses a hammer to drive a nail, a rope to scale a wall, or a sandwich to sate hunger, the item immediately discorporates instead. So this is a pocket from which you can withdraw any mundane item and use it as long as you don't use it for the thing it's supposed to be used for. Yeah. So I could eat the hammer instead. Rotate everything one to the left. If you get a list of all possible mundane items and you get a list of all of their intended uses, you could just rotate everything down one and you'll be fine. I could use a hammer to scale a wall. Like, you know, like the axe. So I have to use rope to to hammer something in. Yeah, right. You know, no, okay. 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 Or okay. spaghetti I was say, to climb a wall. You can use rope for a lot of things. Yeah, rope yeah, is actually true. kind of tricky. <laughs> you have to eat the rope. Um, I think Sphinx is going to sit down, like, just kind of, like, just stick it onto, like, his belly. Mr. Sphinx is a cartoon now. He's got pockets <laughs> on his freaking body. Because <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with it. He's, just, he's a doodle bear. And then he's like, oh. And then he's going to kind of reach in and whoop, pull out a lollipop. Huh. Hmm. Something tells me not to suck on this lollipop. <laughs> It's like not wrong answers only pocket. <laughs> so he's gonna falling it at Isaac's head <laughs> in response to the rock from before. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? Kid's got good aim. <gasps> I stuck to my hair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what little of it you've got you left? I should have licked it first. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. Look, it has pockets, and it's gonna kind of dance around. <laughs> <laughs> well, Porky, I I do have a question. Thank you for all these wonderful. Actually, thank you, Geckos, for these wonderful gifts. But um, how how are the Western Wheels doing? And Isaac, uh, you have sort of perched up next to Porky. Porky has popped out a cabana chair for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, anytime. Yeah. Uh, that's good foley. That's good shit, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you want to know what's going on with the Western Wheels, huh? Well, of course. I made an oath, didn't I? <laughs> a little unwittingly, maybe, but uh, yes, you did. Things have been quiet. I've managed to get a couple of the Elderwood trees regrown, and what with Demoiselle and Ganbald being locked in this demi-plane, they uh, haven't been coming around for berries much, so... I've had a little bit of time to get ahead of the get ahead of the old curve there, you know. Your town's doing okay. What's her name? The short one. She's doing all right. That could be so many people. There wasn't a doubt in my mind. Leah wouldn't uh, wouldn't come through. A couple of people left. A couple of people showed up actually. There's a there's a new guy. Come to think of it, he looks a lot like you. Had a couple of kids in tow. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I don't really know what the hell's going on with your broader political machinations, but from what I understand, they needed to get the hell out of Agrivar, and uh, something went something went wrong. Things got dangerous. I'm not really sure. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on in the world, and um, 
the more I I see of it, and the more I notice that my actions are changing it. Porky, I don't I don't know if my my oath to the Western Wields is is enough. I mean, it seems like it's quite a lot on its own, but I mean, clearly this shit's embroiled too. We got people coming and going from Agravar up there now. It's it's not a problem in isolation. I mean, I, I obviously I'm going to keep my oath to the Western Wields. However, I I think I have to expand it. I think Agravar and the lands here, out here, and he just points to the entire desert. Yeah, this place is a shithole now. Gee. <laughs> but I mean, the Western Wields was a, a shithole before. And whose fault was that? Yeah, and whose fault that it's good now? Huh? Yeah? Mine. Yeah? Oh, no. He starts poking him. He starts poking him. Nah, you know who did it. You know who did it. <laughs> uh, listen. If you would have come to me six months ago and been like, I need to make a bigger oath to the world, I'd be like, but you're the dumbest man I've ever met. You know, like that was the that was the rapport we had going. <laughs> I don't think much of that has changed, but continue. <laughs> I'm trying to say you've done a pretty good job. You figured out how to get Demoiselle off my back. You figured out how to get Saligo to calm the fuck down. I don't, uh, that one's beyond me. Now, I don't know what's coming next. I imagine it will probably be a lot god damn harder. But I think if anybody is going to be able to tackle it, it's the four of you. When I was younger, I did a lot of the um, the hit first, ask questions later. Mm-hmm. Now in my old age, I take the licks that I definitely have deserved. Oh yeah. I just need you and the rest of y'all out there. And he just shouts into the <laughs> the world uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep doing it as long as y'all can trust me and my my family that will we'll fix what's wrong with the world well I mean it's a little unceremonious but when have I ever been ceremonious no I mean I usually <laughs> like to put on a bit of a show the last time we did this uh, I pulled you a hundred feet up in the air an oath's still an oath and he'll put his teacup up for a toast fucking coconut cheers <laughs> Some of your people went down the Agravar. The scary woman and that one guy with the fake mustache. I'm, I'm sure Benny has a lot to discuss with. Oh, and he thinks Benny, Katarin, <laughs> their, their queen bee back at Agravar. He's like, oh, uh-oh. Yeah, not really sure what's going on there, but the, uh, the guy that kind of looks like you brought some sort of news. They packed up, started heading out pretty quickly. They'd be in Agravar right about now. Oh, that should be a lot of fun, figuring that out. Um, oh, oh my. Try not to die? Oh. No promises. Speaking of trying not to die, I've, uh, I've heard some rumors. The uh, geckos have been whispering. Now, I don't, I, don't like to, I don't like to do this, you know? I don't like to, I don't like to, to be the gossip, but... Uh, they're saying that Jonathan might be retreating. Jonathan might be retreating? Mm. Now, I, listen, I, I, I told him. I told him straight. Y'all don't know Jonathan. He would never back down from anything. He's been around since before the best of them. He's not going anywhere. These other elder gods, Sligo's always had a bit of a temper. Demoiselle always been a little, you know, protective Porky, of her. Porky, 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 back up. 
elder gods, big mystical creatures mm -hmm. that have been have many multiple names and 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 symbols of nature itself. Mm -hmm. Jonathan. Jonathan. What can I say? He's a, he's a, he's a salt of the earth guy. I guess. Okay. So he he might be backing out, even though he's never backed out of in a fight in his life. I don't like to give you bad information. I don't want to put any any dirt on anybody's name. Okay. Where, where does where does Jonathan usually place his roots? Uh, the Eastern Hills. Oh. Well, I'm pretty sure. And he looks to Safra. That uh, some of my compatriots might have a few connections up that way. Yeah, I'm worried that you 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 heard what I said. Is he, he lives in the in the Eastern Hills? No, you said he usually hangs out there. Is that what you meant? He is the Eastern Hills. I see. So you're telling me a whole bunch of mountains are just gonna leave? I I don't want you saying that too loudly. I don't want rumor to spread. I don't want that coming back to me, you understand? Well, who's going to snitch on you? You see the geckos he, just like leaning in, listening. Hey, you, get out of here. Oh, they, they the gossipers. They like their tea fresh, they, huh? they are the messiest bitches. <laughs> All day long. The wolverines did this and the snakes did that. And you can't believe what she said. He said, oh my God. All right, all right. So we... Uh, obviously, we have a, a a destination after we get to Agravon and figure out what the mess is going I, on. I don't there. even. I don't even want. I don't want anybody else on your team hearing about this. I don't want this getting out, Isaac. Okay, okay. I keep it to myself. I, I keep just, it to myself. If something goes sideways, I just want you to have a sense of possible direction. That's that's all. Don't go hunting this one out. If if a whole bunch of you know what's just disappear, and then I'm on top you of it, say you know something about it. Then you could say something about it. What am I gonna say as I'm plummeting down hundreds of feet? I'm assuming. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much that's it. So <sighs> maybe avoid the eastern hills for a little while. I, just a thought. Avoid them till we know what's going on. Well, all, all right, but. If I, if I notice any trouble, I'm, I'm heading straight all in right, that direction. All right, all right, listen. That's your oath. That's your job. I get it. I don't have a problem with you confronting Jonathan if something goes sideways. I just don't want you... I don't want you getting there, and then he's like, well, who told you that? And then, well, Porky told it, and then now I'm in a heap of trouble. Porky, you care what people think about you. <laughs> I... <clears throat> all right, I, I'll stay away from... This is a this is a reputation game, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, how do you make a god? Um, I think we're sitting near the water's edge, um, on the ground, and June has her legs crossed, and she's she's pulling out her collection of zines that she's made incredible um and she's kind of fanning them out and uh talking to her mom about all the things that she's learned about the environment in the western wields and uh how horrible deforestation is and like you know for us to sustain our home we've been wreaking havoc on the environment's home and you know there's 
there's just so much damage that has been done and and so I made I made these zines um to to help educate people and these are really um, good juniper I, I know I mean I've I, I've been working I've been working on them a lot um and uh yeah I've got I've had to move my my printing situation around to a few different places but um yeah I'd like to start it uh back up again at one point and uh especially add some of these samples and she's just got like she reaches into her pocket and pulls out just like crumbled bits of dirt rock leaves like just all these little samples and she's kind of laying them out you know I, I I think I could really help um you know educate folks on you know the importance of taking care like see that over there what like I mean I think it's really cute to stack rocks but you see what the geckos and stuff are doing they're like making like these little river statues yeah I'm gonna knock all that shit down um because that's real bad um that's gonna change the course of the river and the water flow and it can actually be really bad for I know it's like a brand new river so like I don't even know if there's fish in there but so she's she's just (laughs) very excitedly filling in her mother on like all this stuff that she knows and loves would you please roll me a persuasion check with advantage okay the first one's a six (laughs) and the second one's a three I think Katarin is sort of sitting with all of this she nods it has always been so funny to me that your first lever that you reach for when you try to change the hearts and minds of people is a paint can. June, your ability to persuade and to change the course of the proverbial river is so much greater than you recognize. I wish I would have had that when when I was a little younger. I know. Maybe try to Get you to stay around a little bit longer. Juniper, that was not your responsibility. You were a child. That was my decision, June. And I left that note fully expecting your daddy to explain to you what I was hoping to accomplish. Do you want to know when I found that note? And she'll unravel her father's scarf from around her neck and hold it out to her mom. I found that note right before I left home. Fuck. I just can't seem to do anything right, can I? You can say that. It doesn't help, I know. No, not really. It wasn't intended to, I promise you, Juniper. I'm just mad. I'm upset. I'm frustrated. I'm still reeling from the fact that your father is gone. Yeah, I... It was a really awful accident. I don't think it was, Juniper. That's what... That's what Isaac told me. I know that's what Isaac told me too, but... Your father was so... So aware the dangers that he faced 
He was the most capable fighter that I had ever known. He was, by title, the most capable fighter in all of Agravar. Well, if it wasn't an accident, what else could it have been? I am not sure, Juniper. But I am starting to get the shape of it, I think. Look around us. We are sitting on beach towels in the middle of a glass desert. June's got two floaties on her arms. (laughs) There are many things in this world that I would not have accounted for ten years ago. Just add that to the list of things I need to figure out. Bet that's probably getting pretty long, huh? It is, but you know, I told everyone I was fine, and I'm sure everybody totally assumed and believed me when I said I was fine. Mama, I was so mad. I was so mad at you. I was so mad at Daddy. I... And then I came home and Daddy was gone. And you were still gone. And after all this time, and after Sleeko, and realizing that I had so many wonderful people around me just trying to do the best by me and having my back as much as I have theirs. I've found some peace in that anger. And I can't tell you how relieved I was when I saw you. And I want to I want to say this um Because I, to you, because I, I don't know, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, we don't know how it's going to happen the next day, but I didn't get to say it to Daddy. But, Mama, I forgive you. But please, don't. Don't think that I can't be of some help or just <laughs> don't don't leave me in the dark again, cuz. No. No, I know better now. Juniper, you know that what I've done is not worthy of your forgiveness. And I know that you are not forgiving me for me. I love you so damn much. As always, 
we got to thank the realest of you out there. First of all, we have four brand new patrons. Foxglove, Isaac Wallace, Gabrielle Khalifi, and Ethan Hall. Thank you so much, and welcome to the fold, friends. We owe you our very lives. And we owe several times that over to our League of Rally Defenders. Darlene Wallace, Darksteel Panda, Elderberry, GamerTubeHD, Lord Dreamer, Michael McFarlane, Randolph Jenkins, and Reshus Snivy. Y'all make this show happen, and we couldn't be more grateful. Okay, until next time, bye!